Hi, I'm Daisy. And I'm Ivana. And this podcast is starting now. That's That's unfortunate. unfortunate. Hi everyone, and welcome back. So, just a little uh, disclaimer, the first part of this episode, our second episode ever, is um, technically for my English class. So if you're listening to this and you're in my English class, that's unfortunate. Um, Yeah, so basically I just have to talk about some writing tip that I have found useful in my life. So that's what I'm going to do. So here's the problem. You're staring at the page. You have no idea what to write. The prompt is there, but your brain is just blank. Your mind is blank. You're staring at the prompt and it stares back with these glowing eyes and a toothy smile and complete darkness. And you're terrified. You just don't know what to do. It's okay. Don't worry about it. The prompt is just as scared of you as you are of it. You just need to give it time to come out of the darkness, to, to let itself show. Because you know what? That toothy grin and glowing eyes... Those belong to a puppy. It's so cute. It's wanting you to pet it, to be close to it. You need to give it your love and attention. But it needs time. You can't just jump right into it. You can't just jump at the puppy. It's going to run away. It's going to go back into the darkness. Right? Yeah. You, you know got to give the puppy some time to come to you. Yeah. Like So, <laughs> the prompt has to come to you. <laughs> The prompt. The prompt needs time. You need time away from the prompt. You need time away from each other. And you need to let it simmer in your brain for a little bit. You can't just sit there and stare at it. What's that going to do? You're just, you're you're not doing anything. Simmer your brain away. Exactly. And then you're not going to have a brain to write. And then you're not going to know what to write. And it's just going to, the puppy's going to be still scared of you. The puppy is going to be scared. You're staring it down like a shark. The puppy is scared of you staring it down like a shark. Imagine you're the puppy. I'd be scared of me. I would also be scared. My phone is on 10%. <laughs> <laughs> that is recording. unfortunate. Um, so, what I do personally when I just am staring at a prompt and I can't think of anything is I read it. I read it once, maybe twice, maybe three times if I'm feeling feeling that anxious, but I take time away from it. I close my computer and I go do something else. And that way the prompt is in my brain. It's just sitting there. And my brain is like doing all these like things on the side where it's it's not directly focusing on the prompt, but it's always thinking about it. It's always in my head. Like for example, Ivana and I, Ivana's my roommate, we clean a lot. Um, usually during the very late hours of the night, which also happens to be when I decide to write my wonderful essays, um, and we, we clean and we write at night, and that's, because that's the most productive time of day. some might say you're avoiding the prompt, some might say that you are cleaning to avoid your responsibilities, but that's not true. No, no, no. It's not. You are letting it simmer. You are letting it build in your head. Yeah. And then, if you have any thoughts, you can just write them down in your notes as you're thinking about them. But, like, if you let it just, like, be in your brain for a little bit, when you come back to the page, all those thoughts that you've been thinking about for so long while you're cleaning are just going to come pouring out. You're not going to know what to do with all these 
thoughts. Like you gotta come together. Yeah, you're gonna figure out how it's supposed to be. And eventually, it's gonna be an essay. And you can do this as many times as you want. It doesn't have to be just once when you read the prompt. If you're stuck in the middle of an essay, just get up, do something else. Who's telling you what to do? Nobody. Absolutely no one. Maybe your English teacher, but I maybe the deadline. But I really doubt your English teacher is standing over your shoulder with a paper that has the deadline on it. Just pointing to it and giving you those angry eyes uh yeah so that is my tip if you ever are stuck you just you just take a break take a breather yeah figure it out on your own time yeah so that was for my english class and now we're gonna move on to the main portion of the podcast which in other news it's my birthday it is ivana's birthday happy birthday ivana You'll add in some applause there. Who knows? As you should. Um, yeah, um, so we... How does one celebrate a birthday in the middle of the night at 12 o'clock midnight, Ivana style? We follow the prompt and the tip that we were talking about earlier, and we deep clean. So today, we're planning on deep cleaning. For what reason? For the very reason that I'm also pondering over my math homework. Because I don't want to do it. But also because I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So... Can you elaborate on your math homework for us? It's calculus, and I took calculus last year. I was kidding. I don't think the listeners want no, to No, I think they you. do, because calculus is a really good Already. subject, because I actually love math, but... You are one of few. Actually, I am also one of few. I am a statistics girl, if I do say so. I took a stats class last semester, and it was one of the few classes I did well in, but I also attribute that to the fact that it was an in-person class. I, yeah, that's my next point. First of all, stats scares me because it's words and math, and words and math should never be mixed. But anyway, calculus was great last year because I had some of my closest friends in there. I had a great teacher who was really funny, and it was just a good time. It was a good vibe. But um, this year, you know, because, you know, panorama and whatnot, um, we don't have in-person classes, especially not math, and I can't learn math through a screen. So I do zone out, and I do not take in any information, and so that's where I'm at right now. Especially because, like, for math, you have to, like, write it down. And, like, usually what I do is, like, I'm staring, staring at the question, like, the prompt, like, like the, the English prompt. prompt. Like the puppy. The puppy like staring the puppy. you back. Yeah. But, um, like, it's just on the paper. And if, like, th- if there's, like, a disconnect, if you're writing stuff down on, like, a sheet of notebook paper and the question is on the screen, you have to keep looking back and forth. And, like, I, we have a printer, but it's our sweet mate's printer, and I feel bad using it because I feel like I'm using up all her ink and paper, even though I will gladly pay her back. Sydney, if you're listening to this, I will pay you back for any ink. I swear. Yeah, so, I don't know. Math online is very difficult, and yeah. I was extremely appreciative of... I just totally lost English for a second there. I was extremely appreciative of my math professor last semester because he gave us everything on actual paper printed out mm-hmm. and the one time he forgot the stuff he like paused in the middle of class he was like i'm gonna go print copies right now because i don't oh. want you guys to have to print it out on your own oh, that's so nice yeah also another amazing thing that he did as a math teacher so you know how math problems they always have like it's like question one but question one has like a b c d yeah. e f g you know if you get like 
one be wrong, then maybe the rest of your answers for one mm, will be wrong. Let me and make sure that you didn't. Let me get there. Sorry, you are, you're just I'm jumping ahead. also guessing. Okay. I know it's your birthday, so I can't be mad at you, but like, <laughs> you need to take a breather. Um, yeah, so, yeah, but he would always, um, like, grade the rest of your answer as if the answer that you got for, oh my god, what I'm saying is absolutely no sense. So, I'm gonna start over. Imagine you have question one, and question one has one A, one B, one C, and one D. Haha, <laughs> one D, one direction. I loved you anyway, we anyway, anyway, if you get question 1A wrong, but question 1B, C, and D all depend on your answer for 1A, then he grades it as if you got 1A right. So like if, for example, if you, oh my God, I don't know how to explain Essentially he makes this. you sure you know how to do the problem. Yeah, he doesn't not, grade it on just the, the answers. Right. It, he grades it on the work. And that's also, like, I just appreciate that a lot. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like my disconnect isn't just, like, the paper. Because I feel like even in high school, we would have stuff, like, on the screen. And I, I always write down the problem on my on paper anyway and then work from that. But my disconnect is more like, I work together with people. That's how I understand. So I can, like, speak it back to them and understand and show them, am I doing this right? But if I can't do that step-by-step online because I don't even speak to my classmates in that class, I am not understanding anything. And I also can't raise... Like, I could raise my hand in class and ask our teacher on Zoom, but that just doesn't work the same as raising your hand in the physical in-person class and, like, asking the teacher and having him, like, ask you what specific part is going on. Unmuting yourself is so awkward. It's so incredibly awkward. Because you have to, like, interrupt in the weirdest way. Yeah. Or if you raise your hand and then they call on you, there's, like, that weird, awkward silence mm-hmm. while you're, like, waiting to unmute. And, like, there's sometimes people forget to unmute. And so everyone's just sitting there in silence until someone's like, hey, I think you're muted. And then they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to be muted. And, like, I don't know why, but I feel like on Zoom, if I'm unmuted, even though it's a screen and it should feel the opposite way, I feel like everyone's staring at me. Whereas, like, if I'm raising my hand in class... Obviously, people are staring at me, but it just feels different. It just feels like they're also wondering what my question is. But, like, everyone, if you're in person, everyone's staring at, like, the board. They're staring in front of you. Unless you're in the front row and everyone can see you with your hand up, which, like, in that case, you're not looking at the people who are looking at you, so it's different. If, like, only the teacher, only the professor is the one who gets to see your hand up in class or is, like, actively looking for hands up in class if you put your hand up on a zoom call you immediately go to like the top front the front of the thing and everyone can see you and they're like waiting for you to mess up about like how you're gonna take the hand down and then unmute and then start yeah asking the question and then him waiting for you to what's your like do you put your hand down as soon as you you i have never raised my hand ever ever oh my god not a single time how? Is your participation grade okay for your classes? I have no clue. Alrighty. Anyway, I have no clue. I think normally... Yeah, I don't know. I've never raised my hand, though. I refuse to do it. Yeah. Um, I've raised my hand quite a few times, and it's always different for me, because sometimes I raise my hand, and then I get called on, and my process is unmute, unraise your hand, then start talking. Sometimes I unraise my hand, 
unmute and immediately start talking. Sometimes I just unmute and then wait to put my hand down until after I'm done talking. But like it's always different and it always stresses me out. And then if you do the last one that I said where you like talk and then you put your hand down, there's some people who like forget, forget to put their hands down. down. And then the professor is like, oh, did you have something else to say? And they're like, no, why? And you're just like, bro, you still have your hand up. Like, yeah, that's awkward, you know? That's the other thing about college. Well, not college, Zoom maybe. I've never had to worry about participation because like in high school, I was just a loud person. I'm like someone that like talks a lot in class. So <laughs> I, I feel like my people, person. yeah. So I feel like my teacher's just like, yeah, she participates. I'm always, I was always answering questions in class if I knew the answer. Or I would be like, what? Huh? What's going on? Somebody help? And she, my teacher would like know that I was participating and I wouldn't need to like raise my hand and have a full coherent question so I don't embarrass myself in front of 40 people on Zoom. Whereas on Zoom, I'm not going to participate online. That's just not happening. And I can't, my teacher can't just know that I'm there and I can't be loud because that's my personality doesn't come across, you know? Yeah. There's some professors who are like, yeah, you guys don't have to mute during class. Like you can just do whatever. But like that is, that is so scary because you can't control your surroundings in class. Your surroundings are controlled. You're like sitting in class and like, everyone is basically doing the same thing if you're on zoom and like you have roommates like like I have roommates I have you you're we my have roommate. A class at the same time and there was that one time that I was like actually participating in that class because we got put into breakout rooms with like four people and that's where I like actually speak with people mm-hmm. and we were both speaking at the same time and I was like trying to unmute in the intervals where we weren't speaking yeah and I was like I like prefaced before I spoke in class because I'd raised my hand yeah and I was like I'm so sorry my roommate is also in class right now like and I like muted myself and I was like I like <laughs> smiled at the camera and was like thumbs up for anyone Let's- who knows us we have our desks um facing each other so like if we're both sitting there, we're also we're staring, staring at, at each, each other. other. And it's really funny because we have a class, we have a class together and like we're staring at each other. Um, but, but staring at the class. <laughs> yeah. And so sometimes I'll like in that class, if someone like says something stupid, because there's definitely some stupid people in that class, I'll like look up and I'll just look across at I'll Ivana. Look at each other and, and try not to inside. laugh. Yeah, there have been so many times where I've had to hold back laughter in a Zoom class because you're in that class with me. It's yeah, so bad. It's really funny though. It's so bad. Honestly, though, Zoom University is just not it. I agree. Starting college during a pandemic, a panorama, panorama? pancake, a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought we were going with the P A N kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't you know. Pa- don't know why. Pants. Pantalones. <laughs> <laughs> We're switching languages now. Paprika. Oh I That's think paprika does though. What? I think it works though. Paprika? Yeah. Yeah, we're in a paprika. Yeah. Because everyone's sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so funny. You're so good, Daisy. I know. I'm. You're so glad you're my roommate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, other things about Zoom University that I just don't like. I feel like I struggled so hard to make friends, which is so weird because I'm such a talkative person. And, like, I wasn't in high school, but, like, now in college, like, I am so much more talkative because I'm so much more confident in myself. And, like, I just couldn't express that 
through Zoom because it was like, okay, icebreakers, everyone gets like one minute to unmute and talk about yourself. Whereas like in person, you get to like talk to people before and after yeah. classes. And like, I just didn't get to do that. I don't like talking about myself. I like talking to other people and also, about the class. That's yeah. how I bond. And if we're not going to be able to be like, ugh, this class, right? In person, there's I'm not doing that over text. That's just weird. Like randomly DMing, like private messaging people in the Zoom chat that you've never talked to before, just being like, ugh, this class so yeah. annoying. I've definitely looked at people on Instagram and found them, but like it's still not. I mean, I guess first semester was easier. I don't know why, but I somehow it's actually met no a lot of people. No one knew each other. It's because yeah. no one knew each other. Now we it's also like, had one in person class that was like, yeah. Again, no one knew each other, so it was easier. Yeah. It was first semester, and all of us were just... Yeah, because no one knew each other first semester, freshman in college, like, <clears throat> starting Zoom University during a panorama, pancake. Um, like, we're just, like, all in the same boat, but now that we're in the second semester, like, I feel like people usually have their friend groups, so they're less inclined to, like, go on Instagram and find people in their classes to, like, talk about the classes with. Plus, a lot of my classes... This semester specifically, someone in the class would make a group me and yeah. just send it in the, like, public chat of the thing. So you didn't have to look each other up on Instagram. You just, yeah. like, had each other on group me if you had a question or anything. So, which I'm partly grateful for because I had a lot of classes last semester that didn't have group chats yeah. and I was struggling. Like, these are great because, like, you can ask everybody about, like, something. Someone's bound to know the answer, but you don't but. get to, like, individually ask someone and maybe become friends with them. It's just yeah. more awkward to text in a group chat yeah. sometimes. Yeah. But, I don't know. There's there's a lot of things about going to school on Zoom that just mm-hmm. don't sit right with me. And I'm excited for this paprika to be over. Because then too. we can go back to normal. But said we're going to be back in person next semester. Who knows? That sounds... I'm skeptical. Just a tad. Yep, me too. But... I don't know, Fordham's kept most of, like, the promises. Like, we, we've we been on campus this whole time. <laughs> That's we haven't true. been sent home, knock on wood. Um, yeah, but yeah, we are very individual people, but also we're connected at the hip. At the brain cell, I think. Yeah, at the Not brain the cell hip. and the hip. Okay. We're one person. Right, but we're different. We're very <laughs> different. Yeah. Like, for example... We're different pinks. Fun facts. Yeah, okay, so both of us love the color pink. Um, we, like, before school started, because we, like, met each other online, that's how we became roommates and best friends, you know, uh, we were like, okay, what, what's the color scheme of our room gonna be? And we chose, like, pink and white, you know? But my pink is, like, bright neon, very much in-your-face pink. And, um, it's a little bit obnoxious, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's, like, the pink that is on your LED lights, if you have LED lights and you hit the pink button, it's like that pink. Whereas Ivana's pink. Mine is like light pink, like pale, pastel, like... I would consider it millennial pink, even though... um That's unfortunate. Not a millennial. <laughs> I just love light pink, you know? Pastel colors in general are just really pretty to me. Everything, like soft pink, you know? Mm-hmm. But just pink is really pretty. Pink is a good color. Pink is a really good color. Um, yeah, I don't know. I used to hate pink when I was a kid because I was like, I'm not going to be... never went through that phase. I'm not going to be a normal girl. I'm going to be... I'm not like other girls. I like purple, not pink. 
Mine was the opposite. I was like, I'm not like other girls. I'm not going to hate the color pink. My pink is going to be pink forever. So I actually loved pink all through my life. And then somewhere in high school, I was like, you know, my love for pink is just not as strong. And I think that's kind of sad because I think I had made that like a personality thing for myself. And I was like, pink is no longer my thing because it's just not for no reason. It's just I'm not loving pink as much as I normally do. But I think we're coming back. Pink is coming back into my life. Maybe a little bit. (laughs) Just a tad. (laughs) Oh my god, if you guys could see our room, there is so much pink in here. My hairbrush is pink. My nail file is pink. My, um... I think you have a lot more pink on your desk than I do. I have so much pink on this desk. My post-it notes are pink. My gum is pink. My pens are pink. (gasps) My backpacks have always been pink growing up. And they've all just, like, alternated pink. I also used to mot... Is that mon... Mm, What? Mon... Mm. I don't know the word that you're searching for. <laughs> I also used to... When you put your name on things. Monogram. Monogram. I used to do that for all my backpacks and my lunch boxes, and it was great. See, my family, we just took a Sharpie to the tag and wrote hall. I love that. I was, again, not like other girls with my pink and my <laughs> lunch boxes and my backpacks. And growing up, they were always they always had my name on it right in the middle, like right where the logo would be on that backpack. It would say Ivana, and then it would just say Z for my last name, as Z. if anybody else was named Ivana or had... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but they were always monogrammed, and then they were always pink, except the style would switch up because, you know, a kindergarten pink backpack looked different from a high schooler pink backpack. Yeah. And then I think it was sophomore year that I was like, we're going to try something new, and I switched to a, like... It was like a... It just reminded me of fall because it was like brown and kind of like orangish on the like rims, mm-hmm. and I had that. Except, okay, fun fact: my backpack broke like three times in high school, and I had to get a new one. And I don't know why it broke. It was the same thing. Like at the bottom of the strap, it would just snap, and it was like in the middle of me leaving school, walking somewhere, it would just snap, and I was like so upset about it. Did you like put all of your textbooks in your bag every day? Not even, because I only I also only had four classes a day. Oh, that's true. That is so So, like, I don't know. Sometimes it would be heavy, but, like, I remember the times, like, I was surprised that it broke because I was like, that's, it's not that bad. It's kind of heavy, but, like, you should be able to support this. You're a backpack. That's what what you're for. What brand backpack was it? It's got to be, like, the good brand. That's true, but I don't know. I know. Like, that one made more sense. I was like, okay, well, that one's gone. Um, I just, like, got a new backpack every year because I was... I was that girl who was, like, so obsessed with, like, school supplies and, like, getting... I was excited for the start of school. September... No, August. August was, like, right before school. Going to Target. So what? much fun. The, the best Target back-to-school section. I got so excited when I would oh walk into Target God. and see that the back-to-school stuff was up. Yeah. There was some stuff that I wasn't allowed to get because it was too expensive, but, <clears throat> you know, it was just like that. But I, I always got a new backpack at the beginning of every single school year and then it was so funny because I was I would always get like a really cute backpack like a stylish backpack not a like what's the word I'm looking for durable durable backpack I was never like a durable backpack girl but like a month into the school year I would be like oh I can't deal with this backpack anymore and I would switch to my default backpack which was like black and like that's so funny it was just (laughs) like durable and like fit all my stuff better and then I would just use the other backpack as like a bag 
it wasn't even a backpack. Like, you know my white backpack that I have? Yeah. That was my school backpack for a That's second. Good. That is not a school backpack. Do you want to know what I used as a backpack for the last, I would say almost the entirety of senior year, but like, I think the first couple of months I tried to not. But senior year was really chill because I could finally have my car on campus, so I was like, I could just switch out textbooks when I, in between classes, but also, we didn't even have that many textbooks, so I brought, you know my little green, brown backpack? Yes. The little one? Oh, yeah, yeah. The tiny one? The very little one. That's what I would take to school every day. Um, no, yep. Yep. Well. It fit my laptop, and. It fit your laptop? Yeah, it fit my, it actually fit a number of things. It fit my laptop, it would fit in, like, one or two, like, folders, because that's what I would use instead of, like, binders I would just put folders with the papers in them you know and then my pencil like? bag and that's it you know what it's like Hermione's bag that has like no end to it you know the one I'm talking about yeah where she just sticks everything in there and like just, the like, TARDIS pulls. I wasn't gonna say that because that's a little bit more nerdy than Harry Potter but I am yeah. the nerdy yep, yep like the so TARDIS I'm... there's one more Mary Poppins yep Mary Poppins her bag her bag the medicine there's one more is there uh Fantastic Beasts and oh, where to find them, his bag. Yeah, but that's still in the Harry Newt's. Potter universe. Yeah, that's true. Also, that one is so much larger than yeah. anything. It's like a whole it's house. Amazing. It's amazing. I not wish even, I had There's like a whole bag. world I wish I in that, that bag. bag. Like, what, is that another dimension? I don't know. How does that work? It's like There's animals. There's so many plot holes. But like, those animals are so majestic. Are we going to talk about this right now? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. I love that movie. What do you think of the animals in Fantastic Beasts <laughs> and Where to Find Them? Do you have a favorite animal? Have you watched like them? Like, in You've the world or in the movie? In the movies. Fantastic animal. Not a real animal. Yeah, Don't what's... tell me giraffe or frog. You gotta be like... Frog. <laughs> <laughs> the face that you just gave me. No. Um. What's the the one that everyone loves? The Is one that the steals Niffler? things? Yeah. The Niffler's adorable. He's so cute. Looks That's like a little echidna. A little what now? Echidna. It literally looks like an echidna. I don't. I don't know what an echidna is. Please look up an echidna How do you spell if you're that? listening and you don't know what an echidna is. E C H I D N A. Yeah, echidna. D N A. Echidna makes me think of a spider for some reason. It's not a spider. It's a oh, very I guess cute it little. Oh animal. my gosh! Wait, it does. Yeah. It kind of gives me um, porcupine vibes. Yeah, echidnas are a little bit spiky, and I don't think a Niffler is spiky, but... Yeah, but you know. I do love Nifflers. I also love... I forget the what they're like, called. little, like, stick bug thing. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes! He's so cute. What's his name? I think it starts I with a P, know. but I don't know if his name starts with a P, or if his, like, species starts with a name. Fantastic beast. But you know you know the snake with the wings? Um, that one's adorable. to find them animals? I'm looking up a list, and we're gonna rate them, I think. Okay. Bow truckle, that's what it's called. Hold on, hold on. How are you? I typed, started typing after you. Um. Yeah. Okay. Wait. This doesn't have pictures. Does yours have pictures? Yeah. I don't know oh. why mine just came up like this. You should look up Fantastic Beasts animals. Or you could do that. Okay. What's a no? What's a billy wig? I don't know. Okay. Bow truckle. truckle. That's ten a out of ten bug guy. 10 out of 10. I love bow truckles. Very sassy. Um, looks, it's actually not a stick bug. It looks like a plant. Yeah. Um, but very cute. I like his little hair leaf thing. Yeah. Um, demigees? Demi- I demiguys? I demiguys, but I, demiguys. it might be demiguys. 
looks cute. Um, um it kind of looks like an owl right there, but like no, here it looks like a monkey. I don't think it's an owl. It has like the eyes of an owl, and I like the head shape of an owl, but like the body of a monkey. Um, it's like a six out of ten. Only well-trained witches and wizards can see them. I give it like a seven out of ten. I would give it a hug. I think. It looks okay. It looks That's... like it needs a hug. It looks. Very oh, billywig. Whatever this is, it's a bug. I will give it a zero. Yeah, out I don't of 10. like bugs. I feel bad though, so maybe a two out of ten. Do you recall? Um, flightless bird with a funny secret. Oh, that sounds so cute. It is cute. What does your picture look like for this like one? Like this. It's not very helpful. It kind of looks it like looks colorful though, like yeah. the, like the. Uh, beak, <laughs> the buck beak. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that buck beak in Harry Potter. But I was gonna like, say that smaller. Um, that's a hippogriff. Yes, that's the one. Hippogriffs are so cute. I give hippogriffs a ten out of ten. Personally. Yeah. Uh, do you have a picture of the doxy? Because mine says, doxy. "Oops, this no longer exists." No. Okay, so I guess we'll skip that one. What about an Aram pant? That looks what like all of these. Oh, ugly, ugly rhinoceros. It's the one where the, he did the mating dance with. Oh, that I didn't was like funny that. In it a was kind of funny, but like I didn't like it. I yeah, I give him. Honestly, I'll give him a seven out of ten. Um, Maybe six point five actually. Um, what? Unfortunately, there aren't too many erumpents in the wizarding world because they often make themselves blow up during mating season. Oh, that's so fun. Uh, <laughs> yep. Anyway, <laughs> oh, wait, stay far away from their horns, which eject a deadly fluid that will make its victims explode. Yummy. <laughs> All right, what about a fooper and a graph horn? That's not on here. Okay, I, went, I don't I know. I have a one. very limited list. Okay, a niffler. Niffler. Niffler 10 is out of 10. 10. But, like, it looks like an echidna with a platypus beak. Yeah, and he's so cute. He's so sassy. It looks like... He's an, like... No, no, no. It's an echidna without the spikes. But with, with a, a platypus, platypus beak. Very cute. I love him. I also love him. Even though he's... He's so funny. He's a thief. But he's such a he's funny a little, little thief. thief. You know the thing where he, like, pauses as, like, Newt walks by and then he turns back and is like, oh, whoops. <laughs> Very cute. Do you have a Nundu? I feel like I do. I do. It's what whatever it this like? is. That looks like a tiger and a... A lion and a oh, dog mixed together. I should look up a different list because none of these pictures are loading. Complete list of all 26 yeah. creatures. Okay, we already did Niffler. Niffler. Um, <gasps> That's Ocamy the one I was Hatch? talking about. What is Ocamy. it? They're like the little snakes with the wings. They're just so pretty. Oh, that sounds so cute. They're like blue and purple. Hold on, I'm going to look up a picture of Ocamy so you know. Okay. Ocamy, Harry Potter... This is what they look like. Oh, wait. That is look cute. Look how pretty they are. They're like little dragon, oh. snake-like, serpent-like with wings. And a beak. And a beak. How do people come up with this stuff? I don't know. I feel like maybe they have, like, a bunch of animals in a hat and they draw them. Yeah, and they that go, would Okay, how sense. do we draw this one? That would make sense. Why are house elves House on elves this is list? not an animal. That's very... That's like a human species, but not human. That's like a... Yeah. That's so rude to house elves. <laughs> um, justice for Dobby. Thank you yeah. very much. Um, wait. Um, what's the thing, Hermione? What? Is that not Spew? What? <gasps> I just remembered that Spew, I think it's called Spew, is not in the movies. 
And Miss Daisy Hall over here hasn't read any of the books. You don't need to call me out. Harry I will. Potter was forced on me as a child because my parents like it. I don't know how they didn't force the books on you as a reader. I don't. I don't understand. I, I just read what I wanted to, and that was not what I wanted to. So anyway, I'm Mert hurt. Lap. I'm hurt. What is a Mert Lap? This is not I don't a know, good but picture looks, of it. Let me look up Can Mert Lap. Can you look up a good picture of it? Mert Laps are ugly, hairless <laughs> creatures that resemble <laughs> a large rat with ugly. soft, fleshy. Spots. Yeah. Oh. No. I give them a two out of ten. Three out of ten because it looks funny. It, it looks. Look, you know can, can I? With this? Can, can I? It looks like a naked mole rat with anemones on top of it, like sea anemones. Yes. Hear me out. I think it does look like a naked mole rat, but it also looks like it has. You know those squishy, stringy ball things that oh, you have yeah, as a child, yeah, yeah, where yeah, they yeah. like you pull it and it's like super yeah. stretchy. That's what it looks like it has on top. Yeah. Okay, Swooping Evil. Oh, Swooping Evil. I know what that is, but I don't remember. <laughs> it's is a that large like blue and green butterfly-like creature with spiked wings that shrinks down oh. into a small green yeah, cocoon. That's what they had to like trap Wait, with the see. bug and the teacup. Ooh, it's, it's pretty. It's kind of cool. I like it. I like it. We should rewatch Fantastic Beasts. I'm so down. When's the next movie supposed to come out? Because it was Maybe it was supposed know. to be this year and now who knows? Okay, Thunderbird. Thunderbirds are pretty cool, I gotta say. Newt's, I would give them a 7 or 8 out of 10. Newt's main reason for visiting the United States was to take a Thunderbird named Frank back to its natural environment. Mm. Thunderbirds are large birds closely related to the phoenix, which can create storms as they fly. Yeah, I remember that. Frank. That was really cool. There was like the big field in his suitcase that mm-hmm. was where he kept the Thunderbird. Why couldn't the Thunderbird just stay there? I don't know. I don't really understand that. Because it seemed like a nice maybe place. Maybe he has like family. Maybe. Okay, next giant dung beetles. No, Zero I don't even need to look we at it. We haven't even Zero. been rating these. Like, I've been rating them. Okay, I've been forgetting to rate them. But giant dung beetles get maybe a one <laughs> just because I would feel bad. Zero. I'm not even looking at them. Grap horns. Grap horns. Oh god. That looks terrifying. Kind of scary. It looks, like. it looks like it has little four. It looks like a bug. It That's looks like huge. a giant bug. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Oh wait, it's not. Look at, um, look at this picture. Wait, what? Oh, it's more of like I a, still don't like it. I don't love it. It kind of looks like a what is it? What's that animal that went extinct? Like a mammoth, except without fur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like the build of a mammoth with like, um, a weird, no fur, just like skin, um, many horns on their top of their head. And, like, an armadillo back neck. The back of their neck, you know what I mean? Oh, wait, I don't like that. The more pictures you show of it to me, it just scares me. It's weird. I'm going to give him a scary. 5 out of 10. I give it, like, a 4, maybe okay. a 3. I just don't like it. Whooper. <laughs> How do we say it like that? I don't know. Whooper. Oh, wait, this looks cute. Whoopers are brightly colored African birds. Their feathers can be orange, pink, lime green, or yellow. It's claimed that listening to a whooper song can drive you insane. Oh. So when kept in captivity, they're muted with a silencing <gasps> charm. That's so sad. I want them they a, look ten, kind of, nine out of 9 out of 10 for me. Yeah, they look kind of devious. Like, it looks like it's going to kill me. But it's pink. But it looks like it's going to kill me. And it's pink. So okay, if it's pink and that gives it like a ten. And if it's my friend, it it get the words words <laughs> words. I just had a stroke. <laughs> it, because it's pink, I give it like nine out of ten, just because it's pink. However, it looks like it's gonna kill me. Therefore, a point is deducted, and it's an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. No, I'll keep it at nine out of ten because if he's my friend, 
Like, imagine having that on your side. That's great. Nundu. Nundus originate from East Africa and, despite being huge, are able to move silently, making it a proficient hunter and has earned the title of one of those dangerous creatures alive. It's been described as a cross between a tiger and a puffer fish. They inflate, they inflate the sacs on their neck and then expel their breath, which contains a potent mix of diseases and toxins. That's so funny. That is terrifying. Can I see the I pictures? Said, the, we looked at this one earlier, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. The That's tiger and the cute. dog is what I looked at. Imagine one of those, but as a baby. I bet that would be really cute. <gasps> Actually, yeah, I believe you. Small baby. Yeah. I will give it a 7 out of 10. I'll give it... I don't yeah, remember what I gave it earlier. 7 out Maybe of 10 I give it a 7 is, out of 10. 7 out of 10 is a good thing. Okay. It looks kind of terrifying. Yeah. But the puffer kind fish being mixed... It, I, yeah, the puffer fish the is puffer funny. fish, like, it, it makes it me laugh. Yeah. It's kind of cute because have you seen a puffer fish? They're funny. They are so funny. Doxies. Ooh, oh my gosh, that looks cute. But is it a no, bug? No, they're like the... They're, there's so many of them. And, like, they, like, swarm. I think I remember that in the, in the movie. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, this is... Why does it look like this on here? Wait, that looks cute, right? Okay, do you want me to read the description? But, hold on, look at the pictures here. Tell me that looks cute and I'm not just at a weird angle. Because this I think you're does, at a weird angle because looks that scary. looks a little bit scary to me. Okay. It looks like it has arms, but... Okay. Doxies are sometimes mistaken for fairies, but get too close and you might find out why they're sometimes referred to as biting fairies. You can get a nasty nip from these little creatures. <sighs> Yeah, do you remember? In the room with Gilderoy Lockhart? Mm-hmm. Yes. Glow bugs? Four out of ten. They look so cute. What are glow bugs? Those look adorable. Oh, I want a glow bug for a friend. Can I have a glow bug? Would yeah. you let me get a glow bug? Absolutely. Would you let well, me get depends. any of these? Actually, now that I'm looking at the glow bug, I don't think I would let you keep it inside just because it's a bug. But, like, they're cute in theory just because they light up. But, like... They look like they're trapped in a little bubble, though. That's oh, not trapped. I think that... Oh. It's like a interesting butterfly. So, like... It's kind of If you had to keep a bug in this room, I would choose this one. However, bugs are not allowed in my personal space. Yeah, okay. I got that. I'm going to give it, like, a 6 out of 10. Yeah, Just I will also give it a 6 out of 10. Deducted because bugs. it's a bug, but it's really, really cute. Yeah. Grindelows. There are a few of Grindelows... Oh, wait. That's not correct English. There are a few Grindelows which can be spotted in Fantastic Beasts. One is floating in a bubble of water alongside the doxies and glow bugs. Um, it's a small, sickly green water demon, which has green teeth and horns on its head. Ooh. Oh, oh no. Oh, no, no, no. I don't hate it. For some reason, part of me wants to say it's kind of cute. No, it's not cute. It's disgusting. Look how funny it looks. Okay, that one's a funny, funny picture. Yeah. But the ones with the teeth, absolutely not. Like, this doesn't look like scary teeth. This is just, like, baby shark teeth. Like, no, baby. that's terrifying no. and ugly. I will give it a 5.5 out of 10. That gets a 3 out of 10 for me. That's unfortunate. Okay, we've already... Moon calves? <gasps> that looks adorable! Uh, no, it doesn't. Hold on. Wait, does it? Moon calves? Oh, wait, um... those are eyes! <gasps> Oh, wait. This, this, They're this, this, shy and will only emerge from the burrows on a full moon. The moon calf has pale gray skin and large bulging <laughs> eyes suited to low levels of light. Moon calves will perform a mating ritual consisting of dance-like moves when exposed to moonlight. Look at it. It's oh, so cute. Okay, <laughs> so moon calf gets a... 10 out of 10 from me. 9 out of 10, I think. What is holding you back? I'm not sure. 
just the fact that this is the first time I'm seeing it's them. It's so you know, short. But I don't it has know its such personality. A long neck and it's such so big eyes, and it has it's got flippers. Feet. It has flippers. That's so cute. It's flippers. That is so, so cute. Okay, I wait. Agree. And the little wait. bunny ears. You know, scientifically, I'm, I mean, not that I should get into the scientifics of this, but... Not that magic is <laughs> science right now. Scientifically, but. it does not make sense because if it has webbed feet, that would, like, say that, like, it swims and stuff, but this does not look, like, aerodynamic or, like, water dynamic Are you telling me it can't all? swim? Yeah, That's look at... That's so rude look of it. The, look at... You don't know how it works. Have you seen it in water? No, but I can imagine it, and it's not It's a like a duck, but also, I bet you maybe they, like, lay their neck forward. You know what I mean? Like, their back is here, and then their neck comes out, and they're just going... I guess so. Okay, whatever. Very cute. 10 out of 10 for me, but probably can't swim. Marmite. Marmite. Oh, um, I'm scared. Oh, God. I don't think it's that. Newt can be seen feeding... Bottle feeding a young Marmite with a... <laughs> Wait, a Marmite is can the... Can you let me finish? No, hold on. Isn't this the yeah. spread from That's yeah. So Funny? Um... A beast with a large tentacled transparent body. It's like a cross between a dust mite and a squid. Bioluminescent bodies, which mean they emit a natural light, giving them a glowing appearance. 9.5 out of 10 for me, just because it's big and glowy. Okay. Um, well, the tentacles kind of scare me, so I'm going to give it like a 6 out of 10. I feel like the tentacles are giving me a hug. I disagree. Obscurus. Oh, the Obscurus. That's, it's kind of, I don't really fully understand it, to be honest, but I, it's cool. It's manifested when the magical abilities of a magical child, known as an Obscurial, is repressed through physical or psychological abuse. Yeah, so, um, Cause, like, honestly. Because, like, a creature, isn't it just, like, the leftover power of, like, evil or, like, the bad? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I see that. I kind of want to give it a hug, though. I know it's not, like, a thing, technically. That's why I'm confused. But, like, it's kind like... It just looks cool to me, so I would give it a high rating. Like, I kind of want to give it a hug because it's the manifestation of physical or psychological abuse in a child, which is just incredibly sad. And That's I would, true. Like, but would the hug make it just disappear or, like, go back to the child and make the child be worse, you know? No. Well... Okay, I don't know. But anyway, we already did that one. Goblins. goblins. Why are goblins That's on so this rude. list? That's really rude to goblins. And giants. Hagrid That's is half so giant. Why would you put it on a beast's list? Ashwinder egg. What's Ashwinder that? is a magical serpent which is born from the embers of an unattended magical fire. That's well, we don't so see cool. an actual Ashwinder in Fantastic Beasts. We do see an Ashwinder's eggs. The eggs are extremely valuable, but hard to obtain as they are very, very hot and flammable unless frozen in time. Newt offers the goblin Gnarlack a frozen Ashwinder egg in exchange for his help. That's really cool, actually. Wait, that looks really cool. I think this is, like, fan art because, as yeah, they said, it hasn't been thing. Seen. But, like, I think I would give it, like, a not a, not a 10. What was that word that you just said? Nine out of ten. Nine? Nine. Okay. I almost said 8.5, just... But, like, I don't know what I'm knocking it down for. And, like, the fact that its eggs are so rare that you could, like, trade it for currency or whatever. Yeah, I think I would also give it a nine out of ten. Okay. Um, rune spores. Rune spores are a three-headed snake with orange and black stripes, which are native to Africa. Despite their huge size, you may not have spotted Newt's two specimens in the movie. That's because they didn't make the final cut. But they can be seen in the deleted scene. It's like a three-headed snake. Like like a hydra. 
Yeah. Kind of. But hydro's, well, yeah. It's like yeah. hydro. Yeah. It's cool. I like it. I think the three-headed like snakes it. are cool. I, I think the three-headed things are cool, like Fluffy. Yeah. Fluffy is very cool. Fluffy is very cool. Um, Kind of terrifying, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah, I think I would give it like 9 out of 10. I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. And that's the last one on my list, which that's is perfect really timing because we just hit the 45-minute mark. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. We went on very many tangents, and our original thing was going to be um, about cleaning. That's how that's how our podcasts are going to work. They're just going to continue. Yeah, we don't have a script. We just kind of start talking, and... We don't have talking points. We have just one talking point that we'll just branch off. Yep. We come up with one idea, and then we just go from there. So, so this podcast is now ending. That's unfortunate. unfortunate.